Before we begin, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the class. I've personally taken a few of these classes, and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion, but wanting more. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. I'll see you there. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Richard Listens Show. As committed, we're going to keep recording through our um, pseudo quarantine here in Los Angeles. Uh, it's giving me an opportunity to uh, catch up on quite a bit of reading, some Netflix shows. It's been uh, a week of increased uh, heightened tension as uh, we continue to figure out what's going on and. Um, a lot has changed in the world of sports in the last week, uh, NBA, March Madness. I mean, this would be the beginning of the tournament, I think, coming up probably in a day or two. So it's kind of surreal, um, the state we're in. And yet, on the other hand, we're all kind of galvanized by something bigger going on, um, trying to protect our country. Um, well, we're already in kind of a health crisis. So I'm happy today to uh, have a guest on my show that I was able to uh, appear on his show recently, The Walker Report. Uh, he is also a host of the Sunshine State Sports Jabber. And he's been also been called the sports nerd. Um, he's got knowledge about Florida sports, which is my alma mater. Um, and... Um, He's going to give us a little bit of breakdown about the world of podcast hosting and 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 what do we do, Bradley? Uh, first of all, thank you for being on the show, Welcome. and uh, thank you for uh, returning the favor, having me on your show. Um, you're in you're in Florida, is that correct? Correct. And uh, you said the the climate's slightly a little bit different there. They haven't quite gone to. Uh, are they asking people to stay home from work and things like that? Uh, the only thing that they're asking to stay home from work is if you are showing any, you know, uh, symptoms of the flu or shooting the coronavirus, anything like that. They tell you to kind of stay home. Um, so at this point, they just today announced that the uh, bars and nightclubs are going to be shut down for 30 days. Restaurants are still open till 9 p.m. as of right now. So that could change as we know on a daily basis. So it just depends. 
So what's this been like for you? I mean, you're you're like me, you know, someone who clearly loves sports. And uh, just a few weeks ago, we were talking about the XFL. I got to go to my uh, first uh, XFL game out here. Um, we had a little rivalry going. Uh, your your Tampa Bay Vipers uh, had a nice lead on the LA Wildcats, and then um, it was kind of it was even kind of surreal that day. Like you could just tell attendance was down. The weather was getting kind of windy and, and cool, um, but certainly we didn't expect that uh, the season would get canceled. Yeah, I you know I'll be honest with you, Rich. I didn't think it was going to get canceled either. Um, but yeah, the Vipers came all the way out there. We're up by a lot of points going into halftime and, you know, didn't play a good second half and LA got out of there with a win. And of course we wouldn't know that just within a week later, the whole season would be canceled along with March Madness, the NHL season, which I still believe that the NHL and NBA will get back to their playoff picture. I don't expect them to absolutely cancel the rest of their seasons um and the nfl i don't know if it'll start on time but just real quick a big announcement and i'm a patriots fan and now tom brady just signed with tampa bay buccaneers <laughs> so he's right in my backyard so it's going to be nice to go see him in person and not have to wait for the patriots to come down here um but yeah because if you're a patriots fan you're angry but then if you're a bucks fan yeah so it's it's kind I, mean, of I don't think game. you ever, in your wildest dreams, imagine a reality. No, I, I when you know he came out this morning and announced he wasn't going to come back to the Patriots, I said, well, you know what? There's a shot in the dark. He's going to come to Tampa. And just a few minutes ago, right before I came on with you, they announced that they had agreed with terms. So I guess he's coming here. Why do you think he's going to Tampa? That I don't know. On the offense, sunshine. Yeah, we, we got Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and OJ Howard. They're going to have to draft a running back. I would actually like to see them draft draft Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. I got to see him um, back last year when he manhandled USF at Raymond James Stadium. <laughs> You earned you earned a healthy respect when somebody yeah. walks yeah. all over your team. Right, correct. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't forget that guy. No, 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 you don't forget guys like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so free agency is uh, you know sending a little bit like uh, of a pulse back into our veins about the Giants signed. I think two of the Packers linebackers today. Um, so that gave me some confidence that they're taking their veteran leadership of their defense seriously um, to go with all those rookies they have running around there. But, um, you know, how about the N N N N NFL draft with, like, no crowd or nothing? Well, yeah, well, I mean, if you want to go back to Rich, you know, if, you, if you're a wrestling fan, WrestleMania was supposed to be here in Tampa, and that got canceled and moved to Orlando. So that's another thing that uh, we can talk about too. But um, yeah, I mean, the good about the draft, I mean, it's in Las Vegas. It's going to, you know, that's going to be weird not to have any fans in there in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's just a very weird new day, unprecedented, 
I mean, I don't know. They think they said it's the first time in a hundred years there hasn't been a March Madness tournament. Um, so yeah, it's just I can't. It's 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 good. It's good. It's good. I mean, it's really uncomfortable as a sports fan. I think it's really good too, in that forcing me to sharpen other skills that I have or other interests and really appreciate, um, you know, my love of sports and, um, and and also appreciate what certain athletes are going through now that they don't have the structure and routine of the regular season, like how they keep going, the willpower it's going to take right now and the tools are going to have to be a whole new set, mm-hmm. um, a lot more individual workouts and uh, home-based workouts or just small groups. Yep. Yeah. So how how are you going to deal with um with your show? How are you going to continue uh uh hosting the Walker Report? Um is there enough news to go around or reviewing well, all the games? Yeah, with the NFL draft approaching, I know that's going to be talked for the next couple weeks. Um I did do my uh Sunshine State Sports Chapter show last night where I talked about the NFL because there's no college or pro basketball. And then baseball, too, is still hanging out there as well. We don't know when uh, the baseball season is supposed to start. Um, So I can't talk about the Rays or the Marlins because I don't know when the season is supposed to start. Um, And spring training has been canceled. So there's nothing really going on there with active players. Um, I do know that. There was a second Yankee prospect that tested for uh, the coronavirus. So they have two people now that have tested positive in that clubhouse in Tampa, (laughs) in Tampa of all places. But, yeah. Well, that's concerning, right? Because, you know, now what they're learning is that every player in that locker room was likely exposed. Correct. Yeah. So the timelines on this thing are just all over the place. I mean, like a week ago, we were talking about two weeks, but then the president was saying like at least two months, this, I think this morning. So it's like, it's really hard to to focus and anchor yourself on something. Like if we knew that we were going to have basketball playoffs in two months or right something, NHL playoffs, we could like kind of hang our hat on it and look forward to it. But just seems like this is um it's so fluid um that um it's 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 really hard to uh stay invested uh in in these sports seasons or just you know not not try and put your energy somewhere else um unless you want to just get excessively frustrated (laughs) true Thank you. <laughs> you know, so I think we're going to focus on, uh, you know, board game competitions at home and, uh, um, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm amazed, you know, some people are using doing doing solo or, or small group workouts just to stay, stay in shape and stay focused. Um, but this has got to be crazy for a player who was like middle of the season for the NHL or, you know, they were like, having a great season or making a run right now. Um, it's got to be so frustrating. Yeah, um, I agree. So you think they've sent everyone home or you think the teams are, uh, are staying together down there? 
Well, Rich, as far as I know, they I believe they've given that choice to the players. I know I listened this morning to local radio here in Florida, here in Tampa, um, that they're, the NHL players can either go home or stay in their city or something like that, or they can go back to their summer home, as they call them. Um, they're allowed to go back. Um, I know the Lightning, being that our captain is hurt, this will give us time to get him healthy for the playoffs. So, in a weird way, this is a positive for the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, with the with the layoff. It's going to give time for Steven Stamkos to heal, and I think it'll give a lot of the teams that have top superstars that are hurt gives them some time to recuperate without having to worry during the playoff season if they're going to come back or not. So I guess it just depends on the athlete if they want to stay and you know hope they don't get sick or go home and work out alone. I, I don't really know. I guess it's up to the athlete themselves. Um, who, you know, it's up to them, their decision on that on that front. So, you know, changing courses for a minute, because my, my show always focus on the guests I have on. How, how did you, um, you know, come to, to hosting uh, multiple shows? You mentioned you've been, you know, able to get some field access um, to reports, at least around the XFL. How did this all come to be for you? And, and where did this passion come from? Well, Rich, it, it started with, with writing. Um, I had a Facebook friend who posted something on Facebook and said that her website was looking for writers. So I said, oh, you know what? What the heck? I'll take a shot in the dark. And I actually wrote about Jameis Winston, who's no longer going to be the quarterback here for the Bucs. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I posted it in. I wrote it in. They came back to me. And they said that they – we're going to bring me on as a writer. I've been doing that for two years last month. And that's how I've been getting able to get access to USF, the XFL, the Outback Bowl, the East West Shrine game, just to name a few. And I was supposed to go to WrestleMania and that's you know, not going to happen now. Um, but that's how it all started, Rich, with that. And then I moved that's into pretty crazy about WrestleMania. I mean, my guest last week, um, he was born with cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. And and he uh, went on, uh, you know, he's he's got a peak performance gym and, and he competed himself for a long time in, in judo and mixed martial arts. Um, so it's a great story. He, he went to 0 and 80 before he got his first victory because he insisted on on fighting despite his disability. Uh, but but he and I joked because WrestleMania to him was like the pure motivation those wrestlers, you know, uh, were, were everything to keeping him going. So just, cool. just a shout out to the wrestlers in WrestleMania. I know a lot of people you know, make fun of it in its place in our society, but uh, um, it's, it's a sad day when you cancel WrestleMania and what it means to uh, kids out there. Yeah, I mean, Rich, and that's pretty, pretty cool that he actually stuck with it going 0-80. I mean, he could have just said, you know what, that I'm never going to get a win. But he stuck with it and got a win. So good for him on that. That's yeah. got to be motivated. That's motivational enough just to say, you know what? There's a guy right there that didn't give up. He just kept going until he got his first win. So that's awesome. That's right. So imagine having that guy in your corner when you're trying to give up. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I would, yeah, be my corner any day of the week. Um, so like I said, Rich, what it is. So then I got into podcasting. I was a co-host on a show. Uh, for like every Monday night, I would come on and talk to the host. And after like the third show, um, the main host goes, Hey, 
you know, you know a lot about sports. Why don't you have your own show? And, you know, me, I'm one of the, you know, growing up, I was shy, a shy and backward kid. Um, so I, going into stuff like this, I got really, really nervous. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Why don't I give it a shot? Worst case can happen is you fail. You don't, you know, hey, it's not for you. And then, like I said, eight months later, now I have two shows. So it's pretty cool how, so motivational, just like the guy that you were just talking about with cerebral palsy, don't give up. You know, keep going forward. If you think you can do it, it's a passion that you have. Don't give up on anything. Don't tell, don't want to have someone tell you you can't do something. You know, those are the naysayers. You're going to have those along the way, but put those naysayers behind and stick with the people that are there to support you moving forward. I mean, that's, that's what happened to me because I just, I said, you know what, I'm going to keep doing this. And I did it. And now I have two shows. So, yeah. That's what's so did, did you face somebody saying to you, like, what are you doing? Well, you know, well, or not, where did that opposition come from? Or was it more internal? Rich, not so much podcasting wise. I haven't really had too many uh, naysayers on that front, but I have had two death threats with my writing. So I've had people threaten my life. What did you do? Vote against the Cowboys? I'm just kidding. What, no, what did I you can't stand well, I, you, I can't stand the Cowboys. Let's just put that to you right there. Um, no, the first one was a joke. Um, I wrote about the Detroit Lions making the playoffs. I had got assigned in a, an article. And I said, yeah, you know what? Shot in the dark. I don't think they were going to make it, but you have to be positive on what, what assignments get assigned to you. So I did it, and the guy's like, oh, you, you – Either this guy is high or he's drinking too much alcohol or he just needs to go and die. Well, that was a joke because I knew the guy was joking around. Right. The second one that happened was real close because this was the rivalry between USF and UCF. Um, if you're from Florida, Tampa and Orlando are separated by a main highway called I-4. So we call it the war on I-4 if you live in Tampa – you're a bull. If you live in Orlando, you're a knight. So we have the war on I-4. And I was told by one or a group of people that it would be the Blackish Friday uh, ever. This was two years ago on Black Friday when they had their annual game at the end of the season. So I couldn't go to that game because of work. So I don't know what would have happened if I had gone. There's a bunch of people there, so I'm not really sure how they would have accomplished what they were going to do. I don't know. I have no idea, but that's what they told me. So I took the threat as re being real because there are a lot of weird people out there, unfortunately. So that's what happened to me with, with, with the writing. Well, that's, I guess, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the flip side, right? Of the more you're expressing yourself and the more you're putting yourself out there. And when it comes to rivalries, I mean, some of these sports rivalries, whether it be, uh, you know, Oregon, Oregon state, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I know you had probably asked me about it last time. UCLA, USC, I haven't seen that degree of, you know, virality. Um, but we certainly saw it in basketball with Kansas, Kansas State this year. Um, you know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, right? Um, there's just something, you know, it's like how these guys were raised, the communities that they're in. And that, like, having a, a common enemy is like, gives their life a purpose, you know, through, through, uh, you know, generations. So when you, when you walk into that and you start expressing opinions related to that, it's, 
pretty crazy, you know, and, and yeah. you know, we, we, the root of right fan is, is fanaticism. So I always try and keep that like in mind here and trying to be a, you know, a sports parent or, or talk about sports is like, right. Like at what point is it becoming toxic or your relationship becoming unhealthy? But we know, right. Younger years, alcohol, uh, you know, <laughs> lack of uh, impulse control and, you know, for some people, their sport is everything. And um, certainly, you know, I was here, um, I don't know if we spoke uh, since since the day, but what was it? It was about two months ago that we lost uh, Kobe Bryant. And I, I happened to be down at Staples Center three, four days after. And I mean, some of the people were truly shaken and shocked. And, and some of the fan reaction to me was kind of bizarre. I mean, I didn't grow up in Los Angeles, but just it's like, I mean, they didn't seem sad. They, they, they were like something else was happening, you know, like, like they, they know the hero Kobe Bryant, or they know this character who's always made them feel better and bigger about their life, but they don't, I don't think they quite, you know, were there to miss the person. Uh, so it was a weird, it was a, just a very weird, surreal scene. Um, like people just wanting to be there to be seen. Um, maybe you know and i know people don't all have the wherewithal to not express grief and things like that but uh sports can get confusing with negative negative emotions if they're not processed a little bit more in depth um in fact even at the xfl game last week there was a tampa bay uh, viper fan who put himself right in the middle of the wildcats crowd and uh, <laughs> you know it was all playful it, w- it was really kept playful but you could see how like it could just quickly turn. I mean, people yeah. are just are just so easily threatened. Um, it can go from being really good, clean fun of cheering for, you know, what you love and uh, to, to be in something else. So, um, so I'm glad that, that you've never been through something like that. And that's pretty insane as a, as a radio personality that, um, but, but you're also passionate about the teams that you love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So how do you walk that line, Bradley? How do you keep, um, you know, objective in your coverage and yet still stay true to, to your teams? Well, Rich, that, that has to be the hardest aspect of being a, a, a sports podcaster. And I think we talked about this when you were on my show. We're both, you know, we both we blue and orange. And it's hard to talk about Florida State and Miami when you know that those schools are, the, are your rival schools, especially Florida State with Florida. Um, but I mean, to me, if I'm going to have an all sports podcast, I've got to be able to branch out and accept that there are people out there that are going to say negative things about who you cheer for. But I think in my way, if you can respect who they cheer for, they're going to hopefully respect you back. And I've gotten a lot of respect from a lot of different fan bases that way. Um, by just respecting and saying, okay, you know, here you are. You are a Knowles fan, and yeah, I mean, I talked on my show a couple weeks ago, guy who's a big Seminole fan. I said, yeah, I remember the choke at Doke where the Gators were up 28 nothing at halftime, and we choked it away in the second half. I said, but it was great to see them win the national championship in 96 when we beat the Seminoles handily 52-23. to So it goes back and forth. I think if you can find a medium with where you are – not taking everything so seriously, 
that's where it's great. And I've been able so far, thank the good Lord above that I haven't had anyone that's come on my podcast that has gotten under my skin or I've gotten under their skin. So I know that's not always going to be that be that way, but you know, I'm sure I'm going to have one down the road, but as so far, I haven't had that yet. It seems like everyone these days is trying new workout systems. Some people go to the gym, others may run, but I've recently discovered a great in-home method that is absolutely amazing. I'm taking in-jitsu classes online where I'm being trained and pushed in real time by top MMA fighters straight from the octagon. Injitsu.com provides real-time classes so you can get a top-notch workout from the comfort of your own home. These classes are absolutely going to sell out. So head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class for free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Protecting your child's teeth is important in any sport. That's why Impact Dental Designs has put so much thought into their state-of-the-art mouth guards, protecting athletes in youth sports, all the way up to advanced MMA fighters and champions. And the best part is you can customize your own design for your own creative and fun mouth guard. So head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash Richard Listens. And if you purchase now, you get a free customized design and 20% off your order. Yeah, I mean, we want we want things to get charged and we want people to express themselves. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's true. As you put yourself out there as a voice, um, you also can become a, a target for uh, for the opposition. Um, so was that was that a role that you played growing up? Were you used to kind of taking one on the chin, or you said you mentioned you kind of hung out and were reserved? Yeah, I Rich, I learned a little bit that way. Uh, I've learned, you know, um, through the years. You know, obviously, you don't have to be the loudest person in the room to be uh, known. Um, but I did learn through the years that, you know, it is okay to, to speak up every once in a while and, and stand up for yourself because if you don't, people will run all over you. And that's something that I think, you know, if you're going to get into podcasting or writing, just beware that people are going to tell you that you're a horrible writer or you don't need to be writing or you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know, you know, you don't know about this team. You, you're, 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 your favorite team happens to be this one. So you're not going to talk about my team. Or if you talk about their team in a negative way, it's like they, it's like they lost a child. Like, you know, I'm not, I've never been in that position. I hope I have kids one day myself, but I have never, you know, I've people just I lose, lose it in, an, in a more severe way than you think when really in all reality, guys, sports is just fun. It's supposed to be entertaining. That's what it is. It's supposed to be fun, but people out there don't take it that way. So you have to be prepared for those people that, that take it really seriously. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about coping with this whole self quarantine thing and getting back to, you know, I, I think the key thing that gets taken away, I mean, sports is meant to be our play, right? It's where we get to go outdoors and convene with other people. So I think it's like, you know, especially with schools closed out here in L.A., it's getting like a lot of families home, 
you, know, you see people, you know, walking the dog, jumping rope as a family, like one person's on a scooter, you know, playing very basic home-based games, get your spike ball out, get your wiffle ball out, you know. Um, getting back to the essence uh, is really important because I think, you know, it just gets lost in, I think, winning um, covers up, you know, when your team and you can throw on a jersey and you see how many people jump on a bandwagon, you know, when it just it just covers up a lot of personal pain. Um, and, and so, you know, you'll see that you'll see just a lot of people just it makes them feel like they're part of something bigger. Right. You know, when you're a Dodger fan, when you're a Laker fan, I mean, you know, as a kid, I think I mentioned you going to New York Giant game and all of a sudden, you know, every trucker or manual labor in the world that was willing to sit near me and keep me warm became family. <laughs> you know, cool. the, the criteria went down because you were at war together being something right. bigger. Um, and I think that's powerful and that's meaningful. And I, I think people get that kind of like, this is my tribe and I'll go do anything to protect you know, and support that. And by you rooting for the other side, you're kind of a threat to that. But, um, you know, I certainly hope it can be, can be done uh, in perspective. And, and you know, it, it is a way, I definitely think there's some people that were imbalanced fans when I was a kid growing up and, you know, probably were hiding out on some other, you know, you could see they were like, whatever they didn't get, as a kid or whatever aspect of their life was out of balance was kind of solved through becoming a super fan. Right. And it, it is almost like a family. I mean, when you're there before a baseball game at, you know, batting practice and you see the guys who show up early, like the devotion, but there are some people that come, it's like, that's their family. That's, you know, we've had the privilege of having on the show. Some of these guys that are, I mean, not just season ticket holders, but they know every person in the stadium, I mean, uh, it's the beauty of sports, too. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like a negative thing because I'm there, too. I've been there on opening days, and I hope to be on many more, and I hope to make some spring trainings and continue uh, the, these traditions within, you know, my family. Um, so, but it's hard. It's hard to know when, when am I losing objectivity and when am I not, when am I avoiding something else at home or at work that needs my attention? Uh, you know, where, where, when am I getting kind of a little... What am I using this as an escapism rather than, you know, rather than my play? Yeah, Rich, I, I, I think some, some people out there do use it as an escape. I think it, there might be, you know, again, it's hard to tell. There could be something negative going on at home. Maybe they're in a relationship that isn't working and they use sports as an escape not just sports in general, just to get out of the house or wherever they live, just to get away from the negativity just for a little while. I mean, that's why, you know, I'm still going to do my shows because, you know, it's every once in a while, it's good to get some news about things that are going on that don't have to do with the coronavirus and with everything else. And so every once in a while, it's good to get a positive thing. I mean, yeah, I'm saddened today that Tom didn't sign with the Patriots. But now mm -hmm. the fact that he signed with the Buccaneers is mm. going to be cool because now I know if he signs a two-year contract, at least the next two seasons I'll get to see Tom a little bit more here in Tampa than <laughs> I, I was going to go to New England. So, yeah. That's amazing how that 
how that shifts, huh? Yes. Well, and then, see, then, too, in baseball, I'm a Red Sox fan, so being here in Tampa with the Rays, we're the most hated fans inside Tropicana Field, and I've had numerous fans not really get in my face but say some choice words that I'm not going to share on air um, that I can't really say on radio or anything like that. So I've been through that before. I've had people ring cowbells in my ears and I just say, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, it's, this is not the time to get into a, an argument, which could lead to a fight. I'm here to enjoy the game for the aspect, whatever it's hockey, football, basketball, baseball. I'm here to enjoy that. I'm not here to entertain the fools who go to games looking to get into fights instead of just being there to enjoy the sporting event or being there to enjoy the time with their family or loved ones, for that matter. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been in one of those, you know, hostile environments on the road or something like that with my kids where I would feel threatened myself. But, you know, I always try and send the body language myself of just like if there's someone there wearing an opposing jersey or whatever, like, you know, kind of like friendly competition. You know, they score. It's like, oh, you know. You know, like it, it just keeps it light in the in the arena and keeps you know it like, right? That's okay. You know, it's part of playing is, you know, is the challenge. Sometimes it's losing. Yeah, <laughs> so, you gotta um, accept the loss. Absolutely. Yeah, and and you know, you, you oftentimes when you know you get to connect to the person behind the fan, if you're just so busy reacting to. Uh, the jersey they're wearing or whatever and, and it can be tough you know right like oftentimes it takes the bite out of someone who's just looking to you know scream and be obnoxious if uh you know they, they're connecting to them and uh recognizing them but um you know i don't know have you ever been in a situation like that where there's an obnoxious super fan in your area and you just yeah. <laughs> didn't, well, didn't want to didn't want to be adult about it yeah, I was going to say, Rich, I've been, well, up till this point, I'm hoping to hopefully catch more Lightning games if the season comes back. But I've been to six Lightning games this year, and the only game that I've been to that the Lightning have lost was the New York Islander game. And I was there with my best friend who I've known for 20 years. Um, I met him in high school. And uh, we've been on the road together. We've been in New York together. We've been to Sunrise, which is in South Florida, where the Florida Panthers play. Uh, many occasions um, and what happened is is we he had friends with him that were Islander fans and we had to sit in an area where there were a bunch of Islander fans so we're sitting there we sit down the Islanders were scoring goals there was a guy with his girlfriend sitting in the row in front of me at the end and he walked by me and said hey I guess you regret sitting in these seats I didn't say a word to him I just sat down in my seat so the game is over. They win. I think they won like five to two. So I'm walking to go to the end of the row, and he comes my way, and his girlfriend or wife stops him and says, hey, don't go start the fight. I walked by him. He said something to me. I just kept walking down the stairs, and we were going down there, and he came out, looked at me. I looked at him. He didn't say a word to me. I didn't say a word to him, and he walked away. I mean, there are times where you have to hold back your anger and say, okay, you know what, dude, that's not right. I didn't come here to get into an altercation with you. 
yeah, your team won. Congratulations. I was a season ticket holder to the Lightning for nine years. Eight of those nine years, they had losing seasons. I've seen the Lightning lose many times in my life. And one more game isn't going <laughs> to make me go over the edge and, you know, and start a fight. So he was looking for a fight. I don't know why he picked me, maybe because I was quiet. I don't know. But I, I didn't say anything to him. I didn't alter, you know, I didn't say anything about the Islanders. I was just sitting there trying to enjoy the game. He picked just on me. You were, just because you were within striking distance. I, yes, I, Rich, I, I agree. I think I was just in striking distance. And he, you know what? Hey, this guy's quiet. Let's go after him. Okay. Well, you're not going to get a fight out of me, dude, because I'm not going to jail. So keep right you on see, walking. <laughs> you see, you know, uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, the Islanders had so many years of being struggling and now they finally win a few games. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, well, that that's a lot of restraint right there uh, to not engage with that. Um, that's probably been, Rich, one of the only few times I've ever had anything like that happen to me. Um, I was in New Jersey on the road to watch the uh, Devils and the Lightning in, I forget what their arena is called in New Jersey. Um, and I had, we scored a goal. So I stood up and cheered. And the guy sitting like, I'd say four or five rows behind me said, why are you cheering for Tampa? And I said, I'm from there. He goes, and I suggest you get your act there. And I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> so I sat there the rest of the game. We lost in a shootout. Thank God. Because had we won, I don't know what would have happened. <laughs> um, and, I mean, I've been in Madison Square Garden for a Rangers-Islander game. Ranger fans are a different breed of sports fans. I'm just going <laughs> to say that. Um, they're very passionate, and they yeah. do not like opposing fans in Madison Square Garden. Period. I don't care if it's the Knicks, the Rangers, whoever it is in that arena. They don't like opposing fans in that arena. Uh, I don't know what it's like at the Meadowlands. I've never personally been to a Giants or a Jets game, so I don't know what it's like um, at, at that stadium. But I know at Madison Square Garden, they're I wouldn't say hostile, but they're very they're they're very passionate about their Rangers and their Knicks. I will say that. Yeah, these are like storied franchises, you know, with a lot of history and. Um... Yeah, but that passion gets confusing, right? Like, <laughs> but I've heard places like Oakland, like you know, that, that it's not so safe to come in there with a with an opponent's jersey on. So, um, you know, people's, uh, you know, you want all that energy and all that anticipation and angst, and if their team doesn't perform well, there's nowhere for it to go. Right. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, uh, I think you're right about Oakland. I do remember, I don't know how long ago it was. It may have been about 10 years ago where supposedly there was, it was San Francisco, the Giants and the Dodgers at, at Dodger Stadium. And supposedly he went into the parking lot and four guys nearly beat him to death. I don't know if the guy lived, if he's still living or still yeah, yeah, Brian, so. Yeah, uh, that was kind of a scary situation. I don't wish that upon anybody. Um, I don't know with what was said, but it never should go that far. Never should go that far where someone's life is hanging in the balance over what team you cheer for. So that that's really hostile. 
that's very hostile. And I don't, I'm not saying every Dodger fan is that way, but that's going to be, unfortunately, that's going to be the dark cloud over that franchise is, okay, well, Dodger fans beat the crap out of this guy because he's a, because he's a Giants fan. So that's the hard part about certain fan bases is no matter what we have, we all have passionate fans in our fan base, but yeah. you do have the crazy people that, make the fan base look bad too or antisocial you know there's just a degree right. of like i said you know things are not so great yeah i mean i think it's cleaned up but but there was a time when i wasn't so happy sitting in the cheap seats at dodger stadium because of the the language or the the tone of things um and, and you know you get a sense that the great thing about keeping, you know, baseball tickets cheap and that anybody can make it in and anybody can be a fan, uh, which is beautiful, right? Like for me, that's what it always was for my dad in New York City. You know, people could come in and baseball is this thing. You could get in for little money and sit there with your newspaper. And sometimes it's exciting and sometimes you're engaging with the person you're with. The flip side is there's a lot of people out there that are they're struggling in their life and they're, and they're using this is their entire identity. And so yeah. that, that, that Jersey or you just being there threatens who they are and they don't have, you know, an emotional sense of maybe who they are outside of that or the, the, you know, the self-control, especially when there's alcohol involved. So, you know, thankfully they've, they've upped their presence of security and, and things like that and making it a lot more fan friendly. And I've been to some other parks around the, uh, least here in, in California, like Oakland or San Diego, where you just feel like it's just, they make it really, really warm, um, you know, no matter where you're from. So, um, you know, it, it, obviously competition is healthy and to some degree spirited rivalry is good, but you know, as a, as a society, our tendency towards violence and, you know, tendency to justify violence as connected to or part of sport. Right. You know, we continue to work on and try and, you know, teach teach athletes from a young age um, to root out. And, you know, um, it's tough. It's tough at the higher levels where they're paid to do it. So, um, but yeah, if you're a fan and you're going to a game and you're trying to keep it, you know, safe for your family and, 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 you don't want to wind up in jail. I think taking the approach that you had about seeing people, you know, it's their issue. If somebody wants to come in your space and, and make it a problem that, you know, you like something that your whole family like because of where you're from, uh, that's not certainly a, a battle you have to engage. And there will always be people we know psychologically that want to engage you, whether it be in the next uh, <laughs> Facebook forum. Um uh, you should see the uh, Facebook therapist chat since all this coronavirus stuff has come down. It hasn't exactly been peaceful in there either. So, um, you know, people will find a way to pick at each other and put each other down and um, try and find their positioning by uh, negating others' positions. So, um, you know, sports is just an extension of that. But you're right. I did get, you know, a little bit of joy today hearing some news about my New York Giants. A welcome, little diversion little something to connect around and keep our head that, uh, you know, this too shall pass. This won't be forever. Right. Whatever this new normal is and whatever we learn from it, you know, at some point we'll be able to get back to the things we love and 
be surprisingly shocked to see Tom Brady wearing different colors. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see him wearing red and red and pewter. So <laughs> it will be very interesting to see him not in a blue jersey or a white jersey anymore. So yeah, absolutely. So uh, tell us real quick, um, Bradley. How can people reach you? What's next on the horizon for you? And uh, how can people uh, get a hold of your show? Things of that nature. Uh, the I have the Sunshine Sports Jabber is on Monday nights, 8 p.m. Now I'm on the East Coast, so this is would be 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at BradleyWalker383. Uh, you can look me up on Facebook at Bradley Lewis Walker. That's my full name. Um, my the Walker Report is also on Thursday nights every week. Um, the Jabber Show is just about the state of Florida, so I won't talk about national sports unless it has something to do with the state of Florida itself. Um, I was born and raised in the state, still live here. Probably will never leave this state. I, I hate to say that, but that's just the way it is. Um, and then on the flip side, the Walker Report is a national podcast that I talk about all the sports news. And fortunately, we had to talk about Kobe's death a couple weeks ago. That was a very sad show. Um, I'm not going to say that I didn't cry. I was very distraught when I heard about Kobe passing away, being that he was the pillar of the NBA. Not only that, is he was a great dad. So it kind of, when you lose people like that, it kind of hurts, not only on a professional level, but a personal level as well. So um, other than that, guys, um, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm available. Uh, um, you can uh, email me at bradleywalker3083 at gmail.com. I'll give you all the information about how you can join my show. Um, Rich was on my show a couple weeks ago um, through the Tribe of Titans, which is kind of cool. Uh, that group is pretty cool. Um, so that's how you can reach me. Amazing. Yeah. Has the Tribe of Titans been good for you? Have you gotten uh, gone on some other people's shows? Yeah, Rich, I've had uh, – yourself has been on. I've had three people that have been on my show, and I've done their shows as well. Um, I did happen to talk – Forget the guy's name now. He was also out in California, and I've talked to somebody in New York, too. So I've been kind of on the coast, mostly on the West Coast, but I'll get out to California one day. That's that's definitely on my bucket list to get out there to see the to see California. Yeah, especially you got the, you know, the new Ram Stadium coming out and um, a lot of new exciting players here in town uh, for the uh, – you got Mookie Betts for the Dodgers, so – lot of exciting sports and you can make it to uh angels game in about one hour and san diego padres in about two so a lot to cover well thank you bradley for uh for being on for your passion for sports of course for your fandom of the florida gators and for showing us that uh cooler heads prevail um and for be willing to explore your passions through writing and radio um to interact with people and to share your loves and um we hope to uh be able to do a little bit more of this uh, down the road i appreciate it Rich. thank you again for having me on and thank you for coming on my show as well you're always welcome to come back and talk anytime you like let me know anytime all right stay safe out there you too all right take care everybody. thank you all for tuning in i appreciate it please if you can check out my patreon page.com patreon.com slash richard listens or instagram richard listens 
Uh, you get the theme. We appreciate all your support and interest. We're now up on iTunes, Spotify. If you're interested in therapy, teletherapy, any kind of consultation, please don't hesitate to reach out to me through my website, richardlistens.com. I'm happy to help and support in any way through any kind of strain, support, or isolation you are going through. We are here to alleviate strain and suffering. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Richard Listens, and I'm out. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Lastly, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the session. I've personally taken a few of these classes and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion and with a drenched shirt. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Take care, everyone. You too.